0: Line up. Line up. Locked. Locked. Hot, Where every day is Sunday. This fantasy football podcast is brought to you by CreatorRank.com. Are you ready for some football? Follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank and find us on Facebook and YouTube. Now, get ready. Ready! And lock, and lock it, it in.
1: that time. Time to lock it in. Week 8 starts it coming right at you. And all four of the Wolfpack are here for you. We've got Lee, Matt, and Chris. Chris, how
2: are you, my man? I'm fantastic, man. It is it is Wednesday. Football is almost here. And basketball is all over the place, too. Yeah, basketball, hockey, baseball, the World Series going on. It's a good time for a sports fan.
1: How about you, Matt? How are you doing, my man?
2: Oh, I'm doing great. Living the dream.
1: No, always, always living it. Always living it. I want to
2: know it. what your dream is because you're always living it, and that just makes me mad.
1: His dream is so. His dream is that Patrick Mahomes does not have super blood cells and doesn't play versus his Packers on Sunday night. That's his. Uh, that's his dream. I've deciphered. I work
0: full time at a running store. I get to talk about football on a podcast. I got a great wife, great kid. I'm living the dream.
1: That is the dream. I love I love how you yes. pivoted away from Patrick Mahomes. I like it. He's going to torture Packers I, if he I ain't plays. I
0: mess around with all that.
1: I'll leave that for Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> and Lee was shaking my man. How are you?
0: I'm great. It's it's my fall break
3: so I get Thursday, Friday off. I'm heading to DC to see one of my good friends and my cousins. so really can't complain.
1: Nice, man. You should go to the. Are uh, the, uh, the Reds. No, that's why the Redskins play tomorrow night. I was about to say, and they play in Minnesota anyway. I was about to say. <laughs>
3: yeah, I was looking
1: at it. Yeah, you could go there and troll the Redskin fans. That's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> we enjoy that here, too.
3: Yeah. Can we, though?
1: Can I? I. You cannot. You're 3 and 3, or 3 and 4. You can, sure. You can. You still can. I
2: guess so. I guess you're. Right. You still can. You're I mean, still you still can. You let contention. him spot you a 17. <laughs> you let him spot. You spotted him a 17 nothing lead. Oh, get out of
1: here with that, Chris. They weren't prepared for the Scary Terry F1 McLaurin. They weren't ready for it. They didn't watch the tape. They didn't know. Nobody didn't knew. Know.
0: Didn't know. Waivers yeah.
1: didn't know. Draftees didn't know. No one knew. Speaking of knowing, um, you know, we'll take a, a side hit real quick before we uh, get to football and do starts and sits and uh, a few preliminary ads to put on your team right now. Basketball's in full swing, man. We had some basketball last night, fun stuff. I know... Lee and Chris are uh, involved in fantasy basketball with me and uh well I'm excited to have that any uh any listeners out there who have not tried fantasy basketball before there's a lot of free leagues on ESPN and such I would uh, get my feet wet and try it out it is some serious fun and it's not as overwhelming as one might think really it's really it's really not you don't really check your lineup any much more than you would football so just a little disclaimer for that and I know that uh, Chris Lee and myself are, are really pumped. Uh, Lee's Philadelphia 76ers uh, tip-off here in about an hour, and we're about two hours away right now, real time, from our Mavericks tip-off as well, so lots of stuff to be excited about. Lee, just for your record, uh, we did our Chew on Sports podcast yesterday, and Chris and I both have Philadelphia in the championship, by the way, on our uh, predictions Versus the wow, Clippers. I appreciate that. I appreciate
3: the uh, the support.
1: Versus the Clippers. I, I have them winning. I you to lose, winning.
2: though. I can't support anything Philly.
1: I have them winning. Chris has them losing. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, a, I'm about that life. I think they're going to be phenomenal. And I think Ben Simmons is MVP. By the way, so one... Oh. We're going to... Just remember to trust the process. Get close and cry. <laughs> well, there we go. One last... That's <laughs> terrible. So, and one last... <laughs> one, uh, one last basketball thing before we get started... <laughs> Uh, Matt, I know you were not watching basketball, so I know you have not seen it, but have you or any listeners, please comment too on Twitter when you listen to this podcast, did any of you see the Kawhi Leonard Terminator commercial last night? No. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> it was probably the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. It, is, it was
0: hilarious.
1: It's Kawhi Leonard and Paul George with Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger. First off, Arnold Schwarzenegger goes, how'd it do, baby, in his Arnold Schwarzenegger voice, which is hilarious in itself to Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> and then Kawhi, they did Kawhi's laugh, and it just was the most cheesy, amazing thing I've ever seen. Maybe they'll show it tonight, too.
2: What do you expect from Hollywood?
1: Oh, it was great. It was, it was awesome. And they, they faded to Kawhi Leonard having a Terminator eye. And then it did his laugh as it went to the NBA on TNT. Like, it was freaking awesome. But listen to Arnold. How? How'd it do, baby? Like, as a Terminator, it was like Austin La Vista, baby. It was oh, it was gold. Pure gold. Pure gold, Jared, Pure gold. I tell you. Good stuff. Well, on to football. Let's get it cracking. Man, it is uh, a cesspool of news uh, since Monday. You've got trades going down. you got players putting on, on IR. You have um, individuals not practicing because they a ghost took their toenail, apparently. It's just, it's wild. It's all over the place. I don't know what to do. So let's try to give our uh, listeners a sense of peace that it's okay because if your team's going through it, somebody else is as well. And it doesn't matter how deep your league is or how many teams or how active they are, there's always someone that you can find that will give you enough points to beat your competition's ass. It's a thing. And I know this because my 0-6 team in creator rank finally got its first W last week, and that was about as scabby as scab scab scabtastic yeah. as you can get with that lineup. So, booyah to that. So that's my, uh, my rant for the moment. So I'm going to start, and we're going to go around the table like always with a few a few ads. So first off, before I do that, let's do a Twitter check real quick. You can find Lee at Dynasty Dingo, Matt is his name at Matt Reller, Chris is at Ctemp03, and I am at TecmoZak. Now on to my ads. So first off, if he's still sitting on your waivers, he's more than likely going to be starting the rest of the way. Ryan Tannehill, man. I like what I saw last week. He was fantasy relevant. So for some matchups in Miami he's not a set it and forget it quarterback as well. the matchup with Tampa Bay is really good if you're a Lamar Jackson owner he's one of the top three guys. I know Matt and I talked about this on uh, the waiver wire ep- episode on Sunday night but if if you didn't hear that episode or you're reluctant, he is one of the top three quarterback ads in my opinion And what comes with good quarterback play is good positional players. There's a lot of action going on with the Titans right now. I know that in one league I'm in, Corey Davis is still on waivers. He should not be. Uh, Janu Smith is a good ad right now. It doesn't look like Delaney Walker's going to play. So don't be afraid to fire up these Titan positional players. Dolphins as well. I know the Dolphins suck. I know they're probably going to have first pick. Heck, they might not win a game, but they're starting to play well. They're starting to compete just a little bit, which means that the people on offense are worth rostering. The fact that Mark Walton is not at least 60% owned is stupid. Kenyon Drake could be traded, like, right now, and you've got a bell cow on a bad team, but you still have a bell cow. Period. Uh, Devontae Parker, same thing. It's a bad team. It's garbage time. Look at Scary Terry. I mean, target, air yards, opportunity, that's what... Reigns supreme in fantasy football. Take the name off the jersey and think about it. Would you rather start a guy that's getting 40% carries on a team that might not score or a guy that's getting 75%, etc., etc.? And last but not least, temper your expectations. In fact, I would pivot to not even starting a lot of Jets this week. Uh, Sam Darnold's terrible performance on Monday night with throwing off his back foot and things. I'm a little worried that might be because of the toenail situation. Did not practice today because of said toenail situation. Supposed to play this weekend, I think that he probably will. But I don't think you can trust anybody besides Lev Bell and possibly Herndon in that offense. Spoiler alert, um, with that injury because he will underthrow or overthrow everyone like we saw, probably. And the Jags Z can get after the quarterback. So that is my sense of being right here. Also, real quick, one super, super-duper deep sleeper that I know I'm not taking away from any of you guys. If you're dying at tight end and you had Mark Andrews and you're looking for a miracle play, you're the underdog, Herb Smith on the Vikings. They, uh,
3: I said his name. Hey, hey,
1: hey. Yes, sir. Herb Smith got uh forty-two no fifty-six percent of the snaps last week after Thielen went down. Kyle Rudolph's a better blocker. Not really that good. I know he had kind of a better game, but that's the one I want. Uh, I think a lot of targets are gonna come with no Thielen on Thursday. So drop Mike. I'm stepping back. Chris, what you got for us? Anybody?
2: Uh yeah, just real quick. My guy is uh Ty Johnson. Bruce Heiston carry on Johnson going against the uh the Giants, the Giants are thirtieth against the run. Yeah, on IR. Oh, yeah, he's so, done, so, done, done, done. So I think Ty Johnson would be the best pickup right now if you're in the hurt for a running back.
1: If so, waivers waivers have run, Chris. So uh, in, in a more competitive league where he's already scooped up, let's say you were eighth, are you putting a claim in on J D. McKissick? You think it's worth it?
2: Is, it, is he also for the Lions?
1: He's their he's their third string. He played in the system before on the Lions. He's their pass catcher. Didn't East they just was sign on him Seattle. like yesterday? No, he's been on there.
2: Okay, uh, I know they made some moves.
1: He scored. They both scored six points over the weekend when Carry on went out. I
2: mean, if you if you have to, you might as well. I, mean. I think he might score more points. be PPR for sure.
1: Yeah. See, but they're both. I think they're both worth it. I just wanted to add that in there as well because chances are. I think I think Ty Johnson was the consensus number one for everything. So if they're listening now unless their league is just out of it, they he probably got picked up.
2: So. Yeah, uh, you know, other news you did talk about uh, old running back for the, Alfred Morris got picked up by the Cardinals today.
1: Which means David did Johnson, Johnson John... probably is not gonna play. Yes. So fire up your Chase Edmonds people. Absolutely. Even though Matt and I, spoiler alert, might not think you should. Speaking of Matt, how'd it do, baby? <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what do um, you have
0: i got two deep names to kind of just peek around on one's not very deep Nikhil harry he's starting to practice this week looks like he'll be back next week um if he's in your ir you might want to start thinking about how to make a move to get him out of there since you're gonna have to also really deep name Chase sternberger tied in for green bay is starting to practice this week. It's either this week or next week he'll be in game action. They need somebody that's not named Jimmy Graham to actually be athletic at the tight end position,
2: and I think he's going to get tons of opportunity once he's back healthy. I drafted so. him in our dynasty league. Nice. As well, you should have. He's my smart pick. Nice I job, did, Coach. I did. He's the fugitive
1: Jimmy Graham, and this is probably the last year of Jimmy. Would you say, yeah. Matt, that those ads, those are deep? So Nikhil Harry would be what? 12-team, two-flex would be a solid add, probably? Or would you say just 12-team 12, 12 plus in general you would add? Because now that Josh Gordon is on IR and probably going to get cut, obviously even with Sanu, there's going to be a role somewhere. Outside of Edelman, there's just
0: nothing consistent at wide receiver for the Patriots,
1: right. as well as Tom Brady's
0: looked. Even in a 10-team single-flex, I'd take the shot, because you
1: never know Kind of that rookie coming off, she right?
0: Could be Odell Beckham and just ball out. Okay, so we pick him.
1: So pick him up, and then watch. Basically, is yeah. what you saying. Okay. Yeah, Perfect. I would start
0: him the first week.
1: Don't if be he a goes hero. Off, he's going right. off on my
3: bench, and I'm okay with
1: that. All right, cool. I dig it, Lee. What about you? What you got, man?
3: Yeah, something I um I don't have specific players. I I guess I have one in Marquise Brown just because I saw him on a waiver wire. Yeah, I thought, it made a lot, I thought it made a lot of sense just because um, of the fact that he's been injured and now he's on bye. So people are, are kind of fed up with him.
1: And about three games of underperforming as well, yeah. too.
3: Exactly, exactly. So I really like him. But um, another thing I'll say just is that um, something I've noticed a lot is people are dropping some key players. like Kind of like I alluded to with Marquise Brown. Like... There's plenty of guys who you would never expect to be dropped who are on the waiver wire. Like, I saw Stafford. I saw Matt Ryan. Like, those guys should not be on the waiver wire, especially in, you know, 12-team, one-QB leagues. Even Obviously, they're not going to be in super flex. So just be super diligent um, on the waiver wire because although you might not get your guy on the first go-around, um, there might be someone sitting there in the second go-around that people don't even pay attention to who could help win you a week. So that, that's kind of my advice for the week and for the rest of the season.
1: Well, that's super valid, too, Lee. I'm glad you brought that up. And the reason why is that a lot of times we make the mistake of being upset because waivers run and we don't get the player we want, right? Like, let's say uh, Ty Johnson, for example, okay? Let's say that you're like, man, I'm the carry-on Johnson owner. He's and I am in one league, and I put a claim in and didn't get him. And I was, I mean, I'm fourth, I'm fifth, excuse me, I'm reeling in that league. I'm barely even in the playoffs right now, and it's Lamar Jackson's bye week. Alvin Kamara's hurt. I just, it, my team's just a mess, right? And you can easy to you can just chalk it up to the game, or you can try to have a, a different plan. My plan was to pivot and pick up Zach Pascal. He's been playing well. He's playing the snaps and. Hope that he continues to catch fire and do well for my second flex position. That's that's my goal. That's what I want to try to do. Or go after J.D. McKissick. And also understand that a lot of times these waiver guys that we suggest or fantasy experts suggest, they're not meant to be plug and play necessarily. It's meant to bolster your team because what they can do if that role and opportunity is there. And a lot of owners make the mistake of immediately picking someone up They'll get me wrong, bye weeks and stuff, sometimes you have to. But a lot of owners make the mistake of picking up a Ty Johnson, and then he craps the bed and gets 20 yards, and McKissick gets 80 yards and a touchdown, right? And they drop him. They're like, oh my gosh, he sucks. And that's the wrong move, right? A lot of people are quick on the trigger. Look at the Titans. We, we, we laugh about the fact that, what, five episodes ago, we, we touted pick up A.J. Brown, pick up Corey Davis, and people picked him up, and what do they do with him? They dropped because they have started him, and they scored him two points, and they're like, screw this guy. So just because the guy you want, or whether it's A.J. Brown, it's Devontae Parker, it's Robbie Anderson, let them try out for your team. Unless it's like bi-week injury hell and you have to make a choice, it's okay to sit on somebody for two weeks because you don't know what you might have. But certainly, just because they get you four points, firing them after one week, that might not be the best opportunity, unless it's a surefire grab that you're getting for sure. So, thank you, Lee, for bringing that up. That is, uh, that is good. Good point, sir. So, we are recording this podcast on a Wednesday. Speaking of which, this is a Creator Rank podcast. Follow our site at Creator Rank, Alex's site, technically. We just help contribute. And uh, check out all the good stuff, lots of good air yards. Quarterback matchups, cornerbacks that are probably going to shadow wide receivers. A lot of things that will help you with your start and sit decisions, with the exception of just looking at a projection or just looking at rankings also as well. So since we are recording this on a Wednesday, we are able to do the full slate of games again, which is becoming a normal thing, which excites me. So we're going to start. We have Thursday night football. Can we just call this the Revenge Bowl? Is that what this is? Like completely... (laughs) It's like everyone's against everyone because they played for everyone. But we have the Washington Redskins playing the Minnesota Vikings. Obviously, both quarterbacks are primed for revenge with Kirk Cousins and uh, Keen. Oh, it's Case Keenum, excuse me. And then you've got Adrian Peterson who's going to try to run the ball with one leg, apparently, against his former team. Also, so we're going to start with you, Chris. Uh, start and sits for this game. What jumped out at you on the Skins and Vikings matchup?
2: Well, I think one of the obvious starts uh, is uh, starting Stefan Diggs. Okay. Since uh, so his running mate's out injured, he's going to be the big play guy for him this week. He has to be okay. as far as the passing game is concerned. Uh, my sit is going to be F1. I just think, you know, I, he, he's had really good scoring all season, but, you know, eventually he's going to hit a rookie wall, in my opinion. And I think right, right now is about the time that's going to start happening.
1: Okay. Matt, what you got?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to start Minnesota's
0: defense. Uh, we're at skins against defenses; as they're a top five in fantasy points against. So I definitely want to start the Minnesota defense. My sit is going to be all of Washington. Uh, I think this is a bad matchup for them. I Yeah, Minnesota's just going to be able to run all over them. I want zero parts of a Washington player this week.
1: Okay. Lee, what you got?
3: Yeah, I'll actually um... – I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, I could bench every Washington player and I, I was gonna do that, but I decided to bench every other Washington player except for Terry McLaurin, just because the offense had to score some way and it's not gonna be Adrian Peterson on the ground for sure. And I, I mean I don't think Case Keenum's all that great, but he has looked McLaurin's way a lot, and I think that the coaching staff will try to give him the ball as much as he can because he's super explosive. And I think he's a good player. Like I, I've been trying to figure reasons like why he's going to regress, and he probably will because he's scored a ridiculous amount of touchdowns. But every time I watch the kid play, he looks legit. So I have to fire up McLaurin in the league, and I, I don't feel too bad about it. I don't think he'll get a shadow treatment by, by Rhodes. I think Rhodes will stay on that one side of the field, and uh, they'll move him away from him, I think. so.
1: Okay, I like it. Well, thank you for your contribution there, gentlemen. I will start... Scary Terry, the F1, 100%. And the reason why is I just saw what Marvin Jones did to that defense. And I understand that it was in Detroit. I understand that Matt Stafford is better than Case Keenum. But I also understand that I'm in a world where whether they, they shadow him or not, there will be garbage time in this game. And you have a quarterback that will sling it. And this this game reeks of Adrian Peterson getting dinged up and not being able to run the ball and all throwing. So game script-wise, I like it. Plus, Case Keenum's got a revenge factor. He's going to want to stick it to him. He's Who else is he going to throw to? Sprinkle? Is he going to throw to Paul Richardson? So I think that Terry will give you a good fantasy performance. I like him better in PPR. I think he's like 70 yards, five catches probably is what his floor is. But um, I think you can start him, and I, th- I think it'll be okay. And the guy I'm sitting is, I saw him picked up in a lot of leagues, is Kyle Rudolph. I'm not doing it. Not doing it. If you're the—if you're a, a person who picked him up, drop him. Pick up Herb Smith instead. Thank me later. Or cuss me later. Whichever you feel like. But don't start Kyle Rudolph. Don't do it. Period. All right. Up next, <laughs> we have this, the, the Hawks coming off a big loss. Oh! Um, yeah thank you Chris coming off a big loss um, (laughs) to uh, the Baltimore Ravens who are on by hosting the Falcons who can't buy a freaking win right now Uh, we're going to start with you Lee who are we starting and who are we sitting in this game
3: one sec let's get the list up you're good oh yeah so I will start Chris Carson Um, he's I mean he's pretty much a no brainer at this point but I'll just make the note that Freeman barely, or not Freeman. Um, Penny barely saw any snaps last game. Like it was the Chris Carson show. Right. And it should be the Chris Carson show the rest of the way, unless you know he has a couple of fumbles or something, because he's legit and he has been a monster, toting the ball. So plug and play him. He's, he's almost a no-brainer at this point. Like I, I don't think I consider starting him anyway or benching him anywhere.
1: Okay.
3: And then my sit will be Devontae Freeman. Because I think the Falcons will be out of this game early, um, especially if Matt Ryan doesn't play. But I think he, it's, he's supposed to be playing, and um, and yeah, he's been he's actually been a decent part of the passing game. I think he's gotten like four targets or more in every single game. But the Seattle defense is pretty middle of the road and a little bit a better against the run. I just don't think this is Devonte Freeman's game.
1: Okay, Matt. What do you
2: think about this game? All right, so I'm going to start Austin Hooper.
0: As good as Seattle's defense has been, they are in the top five in fantasy points against the tight end position. So I'm going to start Austin Hooper with confidence. I'm going to sit Calvin Ridley. Uh, It's just not the game where Calvin Ridley is going to be able to do much. That Seattle pass defense has been really good. So I'm going to sit Calvin Ridley. Okay, Chris. What you got?
2: All right. So for me, I'm uh, I'm starting. I'm getting on this Tyler Lockett bandwagon. It's only taken me eight weeks. Uh, I'm on I'm on his bandwagon. I I don't think the uh, the Falcons have a chance to stop him. A hope or a prayer. Uh, yeah, he's
1: a monster for yeah. sure.
2: And then I'm with Matt on the uh, the Kel- sitting Calvin Ridley saga. Okay. All right.
1: So I will start Calvin Ridley. Sanu is gone. The targets are going to be there. In fact, they're even going to move Julio in the slot now and all over the place. So. I actually love the passing attack. They can't run the ball. They've shown they can't run the ball. They're shown they're a bad team, which means they're going to be a passing team, so fire up the receivers for me. And I'm going to sit DK Metcalf. Uh, just it just it's getting bad. That fumble last week, uh, the other wide receivers are starting to play more snaps. It just it just doesn't seem like he's a guy you can trust, even maybe not even on your roster right now, but certainly not in your starting lineup. Alright, we have Oh. Can I
0: counterpoint real quick? Yes,
1: please. Please counterpoint.
0: Uh, the only reason I wouldn't want to start Calvin Ridley is that Seattle defensive front has been pretty ferocious. And that Atlanta offensive line isn't going to give Ryan time to get the ball deep to Calvin Ridley. He's going to have to cut short to Julio on a quick one or
1: Hooper. Oh, yeah. no. I like Your point is not a bad one. Not at all. I, I'm going, mine is mainly off of game script. I think they're going to get their ass beat. So that's... I just think that yeah, eventually yeah, you let yeah, off. Okay. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, right. it's, 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 it's 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 Fantasy's a weird game. You know, I, I we all think about different things like that, and it helps sure. intrigue, and that's what uh, you know makes the game super fun. So we have the battle of can't do the right thing here: uh, <laughs> Chargers versus Bears. Oh gosh, oi they. Let's start with you here, uh, Chris. Who are we starting and who are we sitting in this
2: game? Uh, I think I think an easy, confident start for for this game has to be Phillip Rivers. I think he's going to be eyes highest scorer in the game for, for both teams. I mean, they're both terrible. I mean, you got to start somebody, so it's got to be Phillip Rivers for me. Uh, I, I've been on the, the Melvin Gordon bandwagon and all this stuff. It hasn't worked out for me. Uh, he's not my sit, though. Uh, my sit is Trey Burton, the tight end.
1: Okay.
2: He's just not getting a lot of uh, reps. I know they're throwing the ball. 70-plus times a game, and he's just not getting the target share.
1: Yeah, if you own Trey Burton, you should cut him and pick up Irv Smith or Ebron Literally or, any other or just end. not play a tight end for the week. Just take a zero, <laughs> actually. Um, Matt, what do you got for this Earth. one?
0: So I'm going to start Allen Robinson. The Chargers, for all that their secondary gets attention for, has been middle of the road against wide receivers, and if there's been one consistent – producer for the Bears offense, it's Ben Allen Robinson, Two can Ball. Um, So I'd start him with confidence. I think he's borderline wide receiver one this week. Um, And then my sit is actually going to be Phillip Rivers. Chicago Bears against QBs and fantasy points against her and top six, so I want zero parts of Phillip Rivers. That offensive line is looked terrible, um, and the Bears' defense front seven can really get after the quarterback, so I think it's going to be a rough day for p Rivers. Your fantasy advice is terrible.
1: <laughs> I No, I agree with Matt. Uh, Lee, what you got?
3: Yeah, so um, I, I'll end up starting Melvin Gordon, actually, just because I don't know if you guys saw Latavius Murray last week, but he ate against that Bears defense, and just, they just really aren't the same unit without um, Akeem Hicks in there.
2: Right.
3: So, especially against the run, so I think that this could be the, the game that Marvin Gordon gets on track for sure. And then i will sit—I'll tentatively sit A Rod just because he's been so good. But the Chargers have been a little bit above average against the pass, and you will get the Casey Hayward treatment. So. I expect um, his production to go down
1: a little bit. All right, so I am going to, oh my gosh, just get ready to give it to me. I'm going to start David Montgomery, and I'm going to hate every second of it. And all I needed was four points from this guy I'd like to call a lot of names right now, and I would have had a victory in one of my leagues, and uh, he had more points on his bye week. But let's let's not get into that. Let's get into the fact you can run on the Chargers. Let's get into the fact that he, Matt Nagy, all week long, always talked about is calling himself an idiot. Who do you think I am, an idiot? I know I need to run the ball. I don't see a, I don't see a script where he does not get the lion's share of carries. The only thing that could pivot to where Montgomery is not is if they just flat out don't think he can get it done, and all of a sudden Mike Davis comes out of nowhere uh, back to getting carries again, and then he's one of the top waiver wire ads next week. That's the only way I see Montgomery not getting that. And we won't know till the game happens. So I'm starting him because chances are you've been and you don't have a better option. If you picked up Ty Johnson, I would absolutely start Ty Johnson over him. But I'm starting Montgomery because I think they're going to right the ship. In fact, I think the Chargers are going to lose this game. And the Bears are going to have one of those jet moments. Like when the Jets whoop the Cowboys and then show their true self, and then they might not be that bad, and then flip-flop and flip-flop back and forth. I think everybody's going to be like, okay, maybe the Bears don't suck that bad after this week's game. And my sit is going to be Allen Robinson. Um, I think Allen Robinson has done great. I think they're going to pound the freaking rock so much that he's going to not have enough uh, targets to make a difference. And I think this is a Taylor-Gabriel game because of cornerback matchups. I think he has the better receiving day. Good night, sirs.
2: One little point. How much do the Bears miss Jordan Howard?
1: That I, I think they just missed their play calling from last year more than anything.
2: Yeah, I think they missed Jordan Howard. I think they don't have a, cha- a prayers chance of running with you, these guys. So
1: you think Jordan Howard's better than David Montgomery?
2: Uh, he's proven that he's better. Yes,
1: I don't think he has at all. Oh, because the play they Jordan ha-
2: Howard is the third leading many, rusher in the last three years.
1: Of course, how many points would Jordan Howard score if they ran the ball seven times and he was splitting a timeshare with Tariq Cohen? How many fantasy points?
2: More than David Montgomery's negative four.
1: He scored .9. Thank you.
2: <laughs> so,
1: talk to me. Talk to me when they actually use him. All right, we have a Giants going to the Lions. Starts and sits. Lee, who you got?
3: Matt Stafford, start, book it. Top, prize seven this week. He's been great so far this season. He gets the giant secondary. Lock it in. Um, My sit will be Ty Johnson. I think that, I don't know, for me at least, like, the Cowboys, or not the Cowboys, the Lions running game has not looked, like, good at all. Like, on had that 100-yard game this season. But outside of that, like, it's been pretty stagnant. And I don't think Ty Johnson is is even close to the talent that on Johnson is. So I think that they're going to keep struggling. And I, I don't think that you can really plug in Ty Johnson yet. you got to wait and see, I think. Like, I'd be a lot I'd feel a lot more comfortable starting JD McKissick in PPR if I had to, is what
1: I'll say. Yeah, to piggyback off that before we go to Matt, I don't know I don't think I know of a league where someone drafted on Johnson where they're like five and one or four and or six and one or five and two. I think they're all losing teams. Exactly. So, I He's mean, been
3: okay. He's been very middle of the road.
1: Right, right. So what, what's to mean? What's, what's the think that they're – I mean, there's speculation. I'm with you. I'd rather sit and look and see it before I'm starting them, unless it's bi-week hell and, you know, injury, you know, or have got gotcha. you. Uh, Matt, what you got? <laughs>
0: I'm going to start Danny Dimes. The Detroit Lions versus QBs and fantasy points against are a top ten play. So I think you can start Danny with confidence, even though he looked pretty bad last week. My sit is actually going to be nobody. Both of these defenses are going to be able to just give up points. Um, Picked up Ty Johnson, start him. I think he's going to be just fine. Picked up J.D. McKissick because he couldn't get Ty Johnson, start him. Especially if you're in a PPR, he's going to be just fine. Uh, yeah, Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, whoever, <laughs> start them. I think there's going to be points scored.
1: Okay, I like it. And, and if you're on the sleeper app, you can put J.D. McKissick in at wide receiver or running back. By the way,
2: yes, you can.
1: Which is interesting.
2: Fancy. He's yes. a fancy guy.
1: All right, Chris, what you got for us?
2: So I'm on the Lee uh, Lee bandwagon. I'm starting Matt Stafford. I think it's a great matchup for him. Uh, my sit is going to be Sterling Shepard. Okay. Uh, you and, know, is he, he cleared? I don't know, and that's partially why. You might not know until Friday. Uh, yeah. uh, it, it's almost on the, the mat thing. You you don't really have to sit anybody, but okay. I don't know if he's going to play, so okay. this is more of a be conscience. Gotcha. Just make sure he is or isn't going to play, because if he's playing, go ahead, but make sure you, you're aware of his situation.
1: Okay. I am going to start Golden Tate. It's a revenge game, after all. Let's go. Let's freaking go, which makes me like the Danny Dimes call even more. So, yes, I would start Danny Dimes, and I would start Golden Tate, because Golden Tate, my man will get in the end zone. I'm telling you right now. It's going to happen. The Golden Tate will rise. And I am sitting both Lion running backs. Not because I don't think they can do well, because I don't know which one's going to do well. If I'm not desperate, I would rather watch them work. I think most people that have a Lions running back right now, look at your waivers. Mark Walton might be available. I would play him over them, and then see which one does well, and then figure it out. Best me though. I'm a, I'm a I'm a steamboat gambler, so let's roll with it. <laughs> All right, we have uh, the Jets, and the and uh, they're not afraid of no ghosts. Traveling to Jacksonville to visit the Mustache, uh, Chris. Who are we starting, and who are we sitting in this game?
2: I'm starting Mr. Leonard Fournette. I think he's just going to run up and through the the Jets' defense. I don't think they've played well except for that Cowboys game. Okay. Uh, I I think this will be a field day for him. Uh, My sit is Robbie Anderson. I don't think Darnold's going to play well. So I don't think he's going to be – I think he's going to be like he was the second, third, and fourth week of the season or fifth where he just didn't have anybody that could really get him the ball.
1: For sure. As as much as this podcast and namely myself and Matt have signed off on um, Sam Darnold, um, I – do think his matchups are great but i would rather pivot to Tannehill or garner Mitchew even um in this matchup i want to see him play cuz i want to see what that toe does with his footwork and his throws i would be just so pissed if i started him and got that cuz no one was starting him versus new england but to have unless no i know
2: i didn't i started flacco
1: i would just be it would just be a rough rough situation if you had to uh, endure that just that's 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 like your quarterback getting injured in game you just can't normally you don't win when well, that happens I mean I had
2: Flacco last week too or Darnold so I was screwed in well the
1: well then there you go then you should have just just gave up you should just quit
2: my, my team <laughs> lost yes all
1: right uh so so that's my thoughts Matt's what's your what's your thought on this game my man I'm gonna start the Jacksonville defense.
0: the New York Jets versus fantasy defenses are giving up the most fantasy points against. So, fire up that Jags defense. And I'm going to sit. <sighs> I have to pivot now because I was going to say both defenses. but once I saw that, I was like,
1: wow. Right. <laughs> I know. I, I thought uh, the same. Yeah.
0: My sit is going to be Chris Herndon or any of the passing options for New York. I think they're going to have to rely on Left bell
1: to get it done. So, I don't think they're going to throw much. Okay. Lee, what you got?
3: Yeah, I'll actually start Robbie Anderson, just because, I don't know, I can't, like, the New England Patriots, like, despite their poor strength and schedule so far, are on pace to just absolutely destroy the scoring defense record. Like, it's not even close at the moment. And I think that is a testament to how great that team is and how great that defense is and how great Belichick is. And while, while Donald made some super ill-advised throws – I just don't think the Jaguars are up there. And I think that Anderson has been a favorite target and will be. And I think they're 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 on pace. They're gonna get back on track this week. And um I'll start DJ Chark, because I was looking it up and the, the Jets defense actually isn't all that bad against fantasy wide receivers. Like I think they're like 20th or something. So like, and t- like 20th points allowed. So actually like on the upper end of fantasy defenses against receivers. And he, Chark has not had the connection with Minshew in the past couple weeks.
1: So I think um, that trend might continue against this Jets defense. Okay, and that was sit? You wanted a sit Chark, right? Sit Chark, yes. Okay, was sit Chark. perfect. All right, so for me, I'm actually going to fire Herndon up. Um, if you held on to him like I did, I do think that if Darnold's toe, and this is something to monitor of his practice schedule throughout the week, he's expected to play. If his footwork is not great – that means that Crowder, Herndon, and Lev Bell should get the lion shares of the catches, I would think. Uh, Robbie Anderson and Demarius Thomas run more outside routes, and that's what will be affected by the lack of footwork if his toe is really that bad, in my opinion. And don't get me wrong, Robbie Anderson, it, all it takes is one play, and he's instant, instant points, lots of them. So it's uh, tough, definitely hard to sit him, so I don't recommend doing that either. But I think you can fire up Herndon with a you know, 100% uh, good to go. And my sit is going to be Minshew. Uh, the Jets' defense doesn't suck. It really doesn't. They're getting healthy, <laughs> and uh, they are good against the wide receivers like Lee said. And, in fact, I dropped the Jags' defense in one league for the Rams, so it worked out. But um, after their performance of the Bengals, which was amazing, because I thought that Darnold was going to shred them, shred them up. But uh, you know, uh, something to think about this week, but I just I think that I just think that Minshew's gonna not have a great game, so I'm gonna sit him and temper my expectations on any wide receivers and probably look elsewhere as well. We have the Bengals. God, they suck. Traveling to LA to <laughs> play the Rams and Jalen Ramsey. Who are we starting and who are we sitting in this game, Lee? Yeah,
3: so where is my list? And those Rams. Oh, yeah. So I will <laughs> – I mean, I really fire up all your Rams, honestly, but I'll say Cooper Cup just because he had a bad week and um, he's bound to bounce back, so like, don't lose faith in him. Not much more else to talk about. And then I'll sit Auden Tate because he's been pretty good. I don't know exactly how well he did last game, but because he plays on the outside, I do think that he might get some Jalen Ramsey treatment, and that is a tough matchup. So I will sit Auden Tate. Okay.
0: Well, we got Matt. We're gonna start Jared Goff. The Cincinnati Bengals are in the top five for quarterback points against, so I think Jared Goff is gonna be just fine this week. I'm gonna sit Joe Mixon because he's been terrible, and the Rams' defense is really good against running backs. I know they just terrible.
1: They literally set him in the fourth quarter. They just they just didn't like they were running like letting Gia Bernard get one point eight yards of carry as opposed to his 0. .6 yards of carry. Uh, Chris, what we got?
2: I'm starting old yeah. Todd Gurley. I think uh, I think he's going to have his be- biggest week of the season.
1: They are the worst team in the league versus running backs.
2: Yes, they are. That's why I'm starting Mr. Gurley. I think I think it'll be his coming out party for the year. I think this will probably be the best he does this year. Would
1: you start Henderson as well? You think you can start
0: both?
2: I mean, if you need a if you need a flex play, yeah. Okay. In a in a deep deep league, yeah, you can start Anderson. Uh, but my sit is uh old Joe Mixon, just like Matt said. I ain't touching the guy. Ain't gonna do it.
1: All right, for me, I'm gonna start Bobby Trees. That's Robert Woods, if you don't get my joke. Um, uh, I think that he is going to. This is gonna be a get right game for him, and I'm gonna sit Joe Mixon as well. He just doesn't look good at all. And they can't block. And the Rams are going to get to Andy Dalton. Like, remember that Monday night game when Pittsburgh sacked him nine times? Like, mm-hmm. this is the sequel. So this is this is this is the sequel with vengeance. They'll get to him just about as much, if not more.
0: Real quick question. Yes. If Gurley does go off, do you sell high? Yes. Okay. No.
1: Well, it depends on who, Lee. If somebody offers you Dalvin Cook for him, I would do well, that. Well, yeah,
3: okay, so I'm not saying, like, it's just, it's, everyone seems to be down on, like, I got I got Gurley from Mixon, like, a week ago, or two weeks ago, or something. Like, I think people are still worried about the knee, and I don't, like, the quad injury is a little concerning, but he's, he was back, and I don't know, I, I still think he's he's the back in that offense.
2: I think it's more about the production. He's not producing high. Oh, he's fine.
1: Like for me, like in the league, yeah, in the league, I have Gurley in. I also have Dalvin Cook and I have Lev Bell. So he's my flex. I'm loving life. If he's your one, you got to get creative with the rest of your lineup to be there. Or he has a good game and you sell for multiple pieces. But
0: let me ask you a like real question. Yeah, Todd Gurley or Derek Henry? Yeah,
1: Todd Gurley for me.
3: Uh, I don't. I, I would have to check like strength of schedule because that would actually be a really close call for me. Henry, like off my gut, I would say I'd still say Gurley.
1: The strength of schedule is in uh, Gurley's favor. It is right yeah. now. Obviously, that can change any minute. You know the way things happen right. with, with offensive lines and injuries. I'm just
0: thinking, production levels about the same. So I I think that's about the level you'd be able to get back. It was just a curious question.
1: And the the best might be yet to come for Derrick Henry, with the passing lanes opening up like they are. Agreed. So that is a, That is an intriguing Must one be for like sure. Better
0: in November and December. Somebody wrote about that in the offseason. Somebody <laughs> did.
1: Somebody, somebody really did. So we've got uh, Bucks and Titans. Bucks coming off a bye. Uh, let's start with you here, Chris. Who are we starting and who are we sitting for the Bucks Titans game?
2: I'm starting old Chris Goodwin. I think he's going to come out and he's going to wreck shop against the Titans. I know the Titans have that have a good defense. I
1: would hope so. He's the number one wide receiver in fantasy, Chris.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying he's coming off injury too. He's been he's been banged up. <laughs> I mean, you just calm the hell down, okay? <laughs> and uh, uh, my sit is going to be Derrick Henry because I think the Bucks have a have a legit run defense.
1: They really do. No, they really have a really good run defense. Them and the, the San Francisco and Bucks one and two,
0: right? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I, I do I do believe. No. I have it as New England the best. San oh. Fran, two. Tampa Bay, three. I think New England's run defense
1: might be messed, They though. played the Jets twice. Well, it doesn't even matter. I don't think that anyone can run on New England because they're always passing. Because they're playing exactly. catch-up. So, you know what I mean? Like, that, it might be... I
0: know, I know. It looks goofy,
1: but... They I know. Are. You what
0: know what's goofy are?
2: about New England? They put up 33 points three times this year.
1: Ah, right, screw them. All right, Matt, who are you starting and sitting here?
0: I'm going to start Ryan Tannehill. I think if you're going to beat Tampa Bay, the only way to do it is through the air, because as we just talked about, you can't run on him. So I'm going to start Ryan Tannehill. I'm going to sit Derek Henry for the exact same reason Chris did. And Chris, if I could get you to kind of like not go as deep with your starts and sets, I'd be <laughs> thrilled.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, how deep do you want it, Matt? I mean, I can go like... <laughs> I can go like two fingers or a fist. His he's just start,
1: his start is literally the top. His starts are literally the top twelve rankings on fantasy pros. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lee, who are we starting at city? I mean,
2: I just go down the line. I'm like, yeah, hey, uh, that guy. Let's go. Um, I'm,
3: same as Matt. No other comments.
1: Okay, I will also start Ryan Tannehill. Uh, you know, I think that if you're in a situation where he's on your roster right now, it's because of injury or it's because of a bye week. So, you you start him and you live with what the results are going to be. And chances are it should be good. He should be able to get 250 and a touch or two. So, that will not lose you a week. So, and my sit is Ronald Jones. Um, I don't know what to expect week to week with the running back situation here. Um, Daray's coming back and getting even more snappage. But that's also because they got their butt whooped so bad in London. So, I I really don't know what to think. I'd rather, I don't want to cut him. But I'd like to sit and watch and see what he does. So uh, before I, I move forward, because I, I just survived last week without him, so I'm gonna try to make it one more week if I can without him as well. We have the Eagles, Lee's Philadelphia Eagles, coming off of. I man it, gosh! I, I thought that I, they had an early bye week. What was going on there, man? But coming up. <laughs> Coming off a big loss to the Dallas Cowboys, they're visiting the Buffalo Bills, who are six and one. Is that a a five and one? Five and one. Crazy to think only losses to the Patriots. Uh, Lee, let's start with you, my friend. Who are we going to start and who we're going to sit in this matchup? Yeah, so as the resident uh, John Brown lover, I'm going to start John Brown
3: against that Eagles, (laughs) uh, that horrible Eagles secondary, and I'm not going to think twice about it. John Brown had a great week last week, and there's no reason he didn't practice today, but I'm assuming that's just uh Veterans Day off, um, a little precautionary, maybe. And no qualms about that. And then I'm gonna say Carson Wentz. Um, I'm not I'm not putting all the blame on him. I think that the play calling's been super uncreative. And quite frankly, like Mike Grow, the offensive coordinator, needs to go. Probably same with Jim Schwartz on the defensive end, just because. It's been overall shit show. They 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 seem like entitled little little guys, and I don't know. They just they they they're live. They're holding on to that that Super Bowl two years ago instead of trying to win a new one. So before uh, some changes need to be made, and for now that means Wentz sits on my bench if I can if I can allow it.
1: Yeah, it is not an ideal matchup for Wentz yeah, at no, all. I mean, That's he's like almost sit of the week territory. I mean, is every right?
2: is every Eagles player almost sit of the week territory?
1: No, I, not I all that, of them.
2: Not all I, of them. No.
3: I think you have to still roll out Alshon and uh, and Hurts just because someone has to catch the passes. And I would I would never call Carson Wentz instead of the week just because he has that explosion. He's played really well against good defenses. But like, I am gonna sit him. I, I don't think he's ever in sit of the week territory though.
1: <laughs> I did that just for you, by the way. I would sit him right next to Sam Darnold and the two ghosts. That's where I'd put him. Um,
0: <laughs> all right, Matt. I am going to start Josh Allen. Philadelphia Eagles versus QBs are in the top ten fantasy points against. I think that means a big day for Josh Allen, the stallion. I'm going to sit Carson Wentz for reasons already mentioned. And I also am going to throw out that Eagles offensive line played like absolute crap against the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys were able to just speed rush, bull rush, whatever they wanted to do. And that front seven for Buffalo looks very similar to me.
1: So I think it's going to be a rough day at the office for Carson Wentworth again. And a valid point that a lot of people don't think about, this is two road games in a row. That can be rough on a team, especially when you get a beatdown like that, right? Yeah. Um, your hope is to split when you play two road games. And I'm not saying they can't beat Buffalo, but it's certainly – it's certainly not ideal. Not an ideal situation with a very good defense. Uh, Chris, who are we going to start and sit in this matchup?
2: I am starting the Buffalo Bills defense. They're top ten against the run and the pass. Yes, they are. Uh, you know, we've, we've seen the struggles that the Eagles have had this year. You know,
1: They're the a league, fine play for yeah, sure. Yeah,
2: Lee just talked about it. Uh, and then my sit, I'm going to sit the Eagles running backs. I'm, I'm not playing them against this run defense. Uh, I think if, if the Eagles do have any chance of winning, it will be by the pass.
1: Okay, fair enough. I will also start Josh Allen. Um, chances are, if you played him versus the the Dolphins last week, you might have been a little turned off. It wasn't great. He still got over twenty. He still did good, but probably not the thirty you were hoping and expecting. But uh, fire him back up. He's going to be fine. And my sit is going to be Frank Gore. It's time. Devin Singletary is is back. He's getting snaps. Frank Gore looked very pedestrian, and oh yeah, the Eagles do have a very good run defense. I understand that Zeke ran all over him, but Zeke is elite. Elite, elite. His shiftiness and everything else. With the exception of Zeke, I don't think any running back has done jack squat versus them.
2: No, Call Zeke was the first running back in a calendar year to run for over 100 yards against the Eagles, which he did it against the Eagles twice. So, and last I, was, year.
1: so I would not expect that to happen with Frank Gore not 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 to say the Pepperidge Farm guy can't get it done and score some kind of point but I just don't I just don't see it happening with old man Gore. So uh, we've got the Broncos and we've got the Colts. Uh, no more Manny no more Manny Sanders. He's now a San Francisco 49er and the Colts well depending on how long Mahomes is out we don't know that yet. The Colts might be the second best team in the AFC now, gentlemen. Let's start with you, Lee. Who are we going to start and who are we going to sit?
3: Yeah, so my start will be um no fan. Actually because of the aforementioned um Emmanuel Sanders' departure and he's gotten like some targets for sure in that offense and he has looked like a rookie. Uh, um but the talent's there and like there's been a couple passes where he he can literally break off a big play. So I do think this is the this is the week that he uh, sees even more targets and maybe breaks off a big one. Um so he's a tentative start, especially um, if you've got a guy, if they got Andrews on by or something. Okay. And like, you're in a deep league, he could be an ad. And then my sit will be tentative sit, because I'm still probably starting him. I just think you might have to temper your expectations. Or uh, T.Y. Hilton, just because Harris has been used as a shadow corner this year, as far as I've seen. And he's still elite. And I pray to God that the Eagles trade for him. But that's a different, that's a different conversation. So... I think you can. Um, you have to temper your expectations a little bit for T.Y., especially, um, Especially, but he can still get in the end zone. Percent has looked his way a lot in the red zone. So I dig it. Keep
1: that in mind. I dig it. Good points. My prayers are battling your prayers for that not to happen, by the way. So we'll see who <laughs> is the better prayer, sir. Um, <laughs> uh, Matt, what are, what are your thoughts on this game?
0: I'm going to start Philip Lindsay against all evidence saying you shouldn't uh Indianapolis Colts run defense has been really good but I think if you're gonna beat Indianapolis you're gonna or beat Denver you're gonna have to do some damage on the ground so Philip Lindsay will be in my starting lineup I'm gonna sit T.Y. Hilton for the exact same reasons Lee already
3: mentioned all
1: right Chris what do you have to add sir
2: I'm starting Marlon Mack against this run defense of the of the Broncos uh I, I think he could ha- has to have a good game for them to win um and then my sit is Cortland Sutton. I don't believe in Denver's passing game. I'm sorry, I don't. I know he's the best weapon they got, but the
1: targets are there for sure. Yeah,
2: they're they're there. I just think that the Colts will be able to shut him down, like what happened last week.
1: The Colts are good. So for me, uh, for the exact same reasons you guys want to sit, uh, T.Y. Hilton, I'm starting Zach Pascal. I think that uh, I think the targets are going to be there and. If you look at the only game he's he's not scored double-digit points PPR wise was versus the Chiefs and that's because they whooped their butt like straight up. So Jacoby's feeling it. He's doing well. Marlon Max healthy. I'm I'm feeling this team right now, man. I think that Zach Pastel is gonna be a fine play this week. And my sit was actually uh, a call a call that I had to start last week, and he finally got into the end zone for the first time. That Colts defense is top eight stopping the run. I'm going to sit Royce Freeman. I don't want any part of him this week. He can keep his six points to himself.
0: And next,
1: we have Cardinals. <laughs> we have the Cardinals going to the Saints. A lot of uh, questions with this game. Uh, is Drew Brees going to play? Is Kamara going to play? We, we don't know yet. We might not know until Friday or even the day of the game. So let's start with you, Chris. Who are we starting in this game, and who are we sitting?
2: So my sit is uh, is Christian Kirk. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I think the Saints' defense is really good against the pass. They've proven it. You know, they shut Dallas down. They've, they've really stopped the Bears last week. They've done a great job against the pass, so I don't think Kirk.
1: Yeah, Lattimore had, like, that one bad game versus Amari Cooper. But other than that, he's been all right.
2: Yeah, he's been real good. I mean, he played well against Cooper, too. I think Cowboys' scheme-wise... Pretty much shut them down in that game. Well,
1: Cooper had like 100-some yards.
2: Yeah, it's either here or there. Uh, <laughs> uh, my start is uh, is Michael Thomas. Uh, with Kamara being out, I think he's going to get more of the target share. So I think, I mean, I know it's obvious to the people out there to start Michael Thomas, but I, I think he has the <laughs> chance of being extra special this week. Shut up, Matt.
1: <laughs> and we don't know for sure is out yet it's looking like he they, they they did cut Zach Zinner which is a good sign but then he also didn't practice today but it's Wednesday so we'll I hope he plays I really do but because I really need him to in one league but we'll see uh Matt what are your thoughts on this game
2: how deep are you gonna go Chris, Matt? Chris I said stop
0: going so deep no uh <laughs> I'm going to start Josh Hill because the Cardinals are still terrible against the tight end. Regardless of the quarterback, I think Josh Hill is going to be able to get open against the nobody linebackers that and Arizona why out there. Why
1: are we starting Josh Hill?
0: Because Arizona is the worst team against tight ends.
1: Okay, and, and that Jared Cook is probably not going to play? Correct. Okay, cool.
2: Um, yeah, go deeper, yeah, Matt. I think he was already ruled out. Well, Give us more info.
1: Uh, I don't think he's ruled out. He didn't practice today, though, either
0: is not looking strong no um and then I'm going to sit nobody <laughs> I don't think um Kyler Murray is actually going to have a pretty decent day that's going to come along with Fitz that might come along with David Johnson on the ground or Chase Edmonds um kind of depending upon what happens there that depth move does tell me David Johnson might be out again but Chase Edmonds is like really good
1: okay so. alright Lee what you got
3: Yes, so I will start Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Buckets, because I think he's earned <laughs> it at this point.
0: And um, the Cardinals
3: defense is really bad. I know Pat Pete's back, but still, um, another guy I hope the Eagles trade for. And then I will sit Fitz actually <laughs> because I think he'll probably get the majority of the Latimore treatment, and he put up a he had a really bad game last game against the Giants. So I just don't think – I think that might continue, especially now that Kirk is probably going to be back.
1: Okay. I like it. So I'm going to start Kyler Murray. Chances are you got – I mean, unless your scoring is just something I've never heard of, you got 10 points or less from Kyler Murray last week. And I know the Saints just destroyed the Bears. But also, Chase Edmonds, was it three touchdowns last week? Did Yo. have? And they were all 38? Twenty, they were all large, so
3: twenty. They're all all twenty.
1: Yeah, he really didn't get a chance to get into the red zone per se because of big playability. I think Kyler's back to his three hundred yards, two touchdown self this week, even versus the Saints. I I'm gonna start him with confidence, and my sit is gonna be Edmonds. Um, I know he did great last week, man, and I know he might even be the starter because David Johnson might not play. But that Saints run defense is also. Very, very, very good. And uh, I just would uh, I would pivot, if, if possible, because I would not expect another 30-point performance from Chase Edmonds, personally. Maybe closer to what David John- David Montgomery should have scored if he hit his projection last week. But that's another story for another time. Alright. We have the Panthers. The 4-0 Panthers under Kyle Allen, by the way, going to the 49ers, who are undefeated. That's This is a good one, man. I'm looking forward to watching this game. It's a 3 o'clock or 2. Let's start with you, Chris. Start and sit for this game. What are we doing?
2: So, to go a little deeper for uh, Mr. Reller over there, (laughs) uh, I am going to start the Carolina Panthers defense because I think they're going to expose the 49ers for the pretenders they are. Really? Yes. That's bold, Cotton. I know know that defense has carried them the entire year, but I think this is the week they get shut down. And my sit is the 49ers wide receivers because it's the worst group of wide receivers in the league.
1: They do suck. They're terrible. It's not been good. Not been good. Emmanuel Sanders probably will play. And and and, they'll probably have some gimmicky plays for him. But I don't know if it's confident enough to start. Right, But
2: if I have to stat right, their wide receivers have like 18 catches on the year. Marquise Goodwin your leading wide receiver. Probably. You're probably right. I mean, it's not good there. I mean, they should have. They should somehow try and get AJ Green.
1: Well, they got Emmanuel Sanders.
2: Okay, cool. They got one other guy.
1: They should trade for all of them, huh?
2: No, they just <laughs> give me every
1: receiver possible. If, if
2: you're a team like the 49ers, you're seven and zero. You have the defense that can get you there. Go get the actual offensive weapon you need. I know Emmanuel Sanders. Well, they're also will help.
1: not passing though. Well, I know. I mean, like, like, sure, let's trade for three receivers, but not no, pass the ball. So no, let's go
2: get one legit wide receiver. They got Manny Sanders, That's who they wanted. He's a slot.
1: That's who they wanted, dude. No, he's not the slot. He's playing outside. Pettis is going to move to the slot. All right, Matt, what you got? (laughs)
2: Whatever. Was that deep enough for you, Matt? What? Was that deep enough for you? I came back with some corn. That was much better.
0: Well played, Chris. I like
2: it. I'm going to
0: start. I'm going to start Tevin Coleman. Reason being, Carolina is just middle of the road against running backs. I think that's exactly what San Francisco wants to do, is just pound the rock, let their defense do the talking, and I think they're going to be able to do that this week. I don't think they're a pretender, but I like the boldness, Chris. I'm also going to sit DJ Moore because that San Francisco pass defense has been that good this year.
1: All right, Lee.
3: Yeah, I'll start Pettis. I think... um... I think last game what we said to start was kind of a fluke because I I wasn't, I wasn't sure like we didn't know that to be a torrential downpour. No, not at that all. Game. Right, right. And and nobody nobody played well in that one. So that's, that's super unfortunate. But I, kinda Zach alluded to it. I think um Pedos will get some more run in the slot where he's really excelled in the past. And I still think he's a talented guy. And they're not going to be able to run the ball. Like, they'll, they'll run the ball for sure, but I think it'll be close enough where they won't just be able to run the ball the whole game. And I think my sit would be Breda just because Kevin Coleman is the goal back, and Breda is the in-between. And, and Coleman still, I mean, not even that. Like, Coleman still just reps um, from 20 to 20. And unless Breda breaks off a big one, he's kind of just limited to yards. Right. So that's super unfortunate and I really, would, I really was hoping he would be a little bit more involved in the passing game especially. But um, for now, I don't really want to start him.
1: Okay. I'm also going to start Tevin Coleman. Um, I think he's just really, really good. Uh, last week kind of sucked, but like Lee alluded to, that game just sucked for fantasy, period, unless you had the defense of the 49ers. It was just... No one was completing any passes. The top receiver was Kittle, right, with 40 yards. Is that right?
2: Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, did you just,
1: see the field? Oh, you know, it was terrible. It was, yeah, it was I mean, awful, yeah.
2: You would have, what, you have three, four inches of standing water in certain in
1: spots? In three of the leagues, I started the Scary Terry and Pettis combo as my two receivers. It did not work out too well for, for, for me at all, actually. It's
2: okay. I played Aaron Rodgers last week, so I feel your pain.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to sit uh, Carolina wide receivers. I'm not playing uh, either one. Period. The 49ers are so, so very good. And as a bonus for you, if you have Emmanuel Sanders, I'm probably not going to play him this week. I do expect him to play, and I do expl- expect them to have a la Josh Gordon whenever he went to the Patriots last season, like maybe a 20-snap a count for him where they have plays directed to get him kind of involved. And he is good, but you need a touchdown. And I would say he has like a .2% chance of scoring a touchdown that's not enough for me, and somebody's so gonna you're get. Well, point two. <laughs> point .2. That's not that's not very good. We have the Raiders going to Houston to play the Texans. Lee, who are we starting and who are we sitting in this matchup?
3: Yeah, I would actually, um, I would start Tyrell Williams if he plays, um, because he is that massive. Red zone threat, especially for Derek Carr. Like he's scored a touchdown in every single game he played. So I think he's been missed in that offense, and I think that if, if he if he plays, And he practiced today. That he'll return to that like prominent red zone role, and then I'll sit. Um, why do I why do I have this as a sit? Um, I'll sit Carlos Tide again, just because. <laughs> Um it wasn't I put Kiki Cootie down but I don't even want to sit Kiki Cootie down that Fuller's out. Right. So also Carlos Hyde um was pretty bad last game on the ground. And it's still it's still crazy to me that Duke Johnson hasn't been getting more run. Like it's game after game. It's nine carries fifty four yards, nine carries sixty yards, ten carry fifty yards. Like he, he when he's toting the ball, he's doing really well. So, you know, I think that Hyde isn't the answer and that hopefully Duke Johnson is.
1: All right, Matt, what we got?
0: I'm going to start Kiki Kuti. Will Fuller being out, I think, only increases his involvement in the offense. And Oakland is a top-five matchup for wide receivers and fantasy points again. So keep firing up Kiki Kuti this week, especially if you're in a PPR. I think he's going to eat. I'm going to sit Derek Carr. Houston's defense is pretty darn good. And I think that they're going to have to run the rock to kind of keep that Houston offense off the field. So I think it's going to be a lot of Josh Jacobs and not a lot of Derek Carr.
1: I hope Josh Jacobs plays. You see, he missed practice today. It's Wednesday, so overreaction. I we you know. Yeah.
0: I pay attention to it later
1: in the week. Friday, yeah.
2: I think they'll probably be good.
1: I think so, too. What about you, Chris? What do you think?
2: Uh, For the reasons that uh, Matt said earlier, uh, and Oakland's def- uh, past defense is 31st in the league. I'm starting all of Houston's wide receivers. All weapons? All weapons. Okay. Uh, the guy I'm sitting, though, is Carlos Hyde. I, You know, yeah. Lee said he's he's just not – there's no production. He's getting snaps. He's getting carries, but the production is just not there. Well, they
1: have a, a decent run defense, actually, so just throw the ball. You know, that, it makes sense. Yes. For me, I –
2: Real quick. Yes. I think pre-pod on Sunday
0: night we were talking about a nuke get-right game. This is it.
1: Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah. This is this is the game that you've yeah. been waiting. Yeah, if you want to buy if you want DeAndre Hopkins on your fantasy team, your window might close. Get yeah, get him right now. Uh for me, I'm going to start Fells. If I'm if I'm in need of tight end help, the fact that Fuller's not playing, that's just more targets to go around. I think Fells can get back up to that 6 catch, 5 catch range, which will give you double digit points, which is what you want from your tight end. And I'm going to sit every single wide receiver Except for Waller's not even a wide receiver, obviously. But unless unless it's Waller, I'm sitting them. Waller and Jacobs is all that I'm playing on the Raiders, period. Everybody else, even Tyrell Williams, nope, not doing it. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Uh, Browns and Pats. Browns coming off a bye week. And uh, it's not been a great year for the Browns, for sure. So start and sit. Let's start with you, Chris. Who are we starting and who are we sitting, Browns, Pats?
2: I'm uh, starting Tom Brady. Okay. Uh, you know he's had a great—I wouldn't say great year. He's had a good year to this point. I don't think the Browns are good at all. Uh, alluding to that, my uh, sit is everybody for the Cleveland Browns because I think the Patriots' defense is stupid good. Okay. And I think Cleveland's offense is stupid bad.
1: It. Yeah. We'll see, man. I, the Patriots are historically good right now. Matt, what do you have?
2: I'm gonna
0: start Sony Michelle. It keeps being ugly, but it keeps working out. Uh, I'm going to sit Nick Chubb. I know you don't want to. I know you probably can't. But I do think this is the week that Bill Belichick shines and takes away your best weapon, and that's Nick Chubb if you're Cleveland. So good luck, Chubb owners.
1: Happy I know. Back. I've got him and Odell on a team in PPR. It's not looking good. No,
0: <laughs> man.
1: It's not ideal. It. Not so, ideal. I'm
2: <laughs> not ideal at all. I'm literally not playing Odell. And Lee?
3: Yeah, so for me, I'll start Jarvis Landry, just because I like to always take the underneath guy when it comes to Belichick, and he's that guy. Um, and then I'll I'll sit OBJ actually. I, I still think LeBell looks actually okay against the Pats. Um, against the Pats defense, run defense, and um, so I still think Chubb will have that. But dude, I mean, Stefan Gilmore has been otherworldly this year. Yeah, you he can't get anything on him and i'm actually there's two leagues where i have odell and john brown and i actually might start john brown over odell we're we're going to see we're going to see how i feel closer to game time but i have odell in there cuz it feels like i'm chasing points with brown but i do believe in the talent and i believe in the talent of gilmore too so it's it's a really tough call for me right now
1: i'm starting odell jack
0: before you jump in sorry yeah you're fine uh, football question Stephon Gilmore, yeah. Darrell Revis, Darrell Revis, Darrell Re- Revis, is because Revis. I do
3: think I do think Gilmore is is in the system, and when I see him outside of the system again, like he was pretty good when he was on the Bills, but yeah. he's been underworldly now. So I'd love to see like Revis Island was Revis Island on the Jets. Yes, so That's I like a good it. Point. That is nice.
1: it's valid. So for me, I'm gonna my start is this is a James White game for me. Um, I saw Lev Bell get ten catches versus the Browns. Um, I, I've also seen other running backs do the same. I think that Tom Brady is just going to beat them low, just like that. I think that that might be the weakness of this defense. So I think James White is going to get eight to ten catches. I think that's going to be that's going to be a thing. Not bold in that it, it's going to be James White. And my sit, I have an interesting take on this. It's kind of like remember we used to play the guessing game. With the Patriots, with what running, which uh, which running back are they going to play? Right, like which one? Who's fantasy relevant this week? We don't know. What's the game script? Well, we've kind of figured it out. Everything kind of works. We kind of know who to fire away with. Now the now the guessing game is who are they going to sit or who are they going to shut down? What's the player that's going to be shadowed? What's the player that's going to be doubled? Who are they going to completely eliminate from your game plan? And I think my sit is Jarvis Landry. I think that's the guy. Because of the heavy volume of passes, Odell Beckham is elite. Don't get me wrong, but you double Jarvis Landry, and then you put Gilmore on him. You've taken both guys out. Period. The thing with the thing, the difference with Odell is Odell's good enough to still get some kind of resemblance and some some kind of offense over Gilmore, a little bit, not completely shut down. And I don't see Landry surviving a double team. So that is my sit for that reason. I'll be interested to watch the game to see if my guess on their game plan is correct. That would be really cool if it was, by the way. Uh, uh, Sunday night football. We have the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, like, did he. Wow. Talk about touchdown progression, right? Uh, Versus the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes practiced today, and he's not ruled out for the game. What the heck, man? Come on, Sam Darnold. You, you're, you're, you, you—you get mono and you miss four weeks. You don't have a toenail. You're not practicing. This man is walking on one leg, Sam Darnold. Let's Sam go. Darnold had an
2: arm explained with the high probability of it rupturing.
1: I don't care. Did you see that kneecap? <laughs> <laughs> so, who are we starting and who are we sitting in this one, Lee? Yeah. So
3: I will start. Um, I'll start Tyler tire- I, I don't think you can bench Tyreek and Kelsey despite the Matt Moore thing. So I start them. Okay. And I don't think it's as obvious as people think just because I think people have considered, especially Kelsey with his, like, kind of lackluster start of the season. Oh,
1: gosh, it's been bad, yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, I just think you have to, you have to keep him in there because, and especially with Matt Moore, and honestly, I think he'll look to Kelsey down the middle for sure. And, um... And I'll, I'll sit Jamal Williams. And... Um, I think people are excited about him past couple weeks as kind of a viable player. But that uh, that Chiefs run defense uh, came out maybe it was because that they they thought they had to step up with uh, with Matt Moore in the game. But uh, I guess they're pretty talented duo in Freeman and Lindsay they they shut them down. So so I, I would I would definitely consider benching uh, I would definitely bench Jamal Williams because yeah, just because the, the run defense looked pretty good last
1: game. Yeah, that defense did rally. They looked like a complete different defense that game. Yes, sir, Chris. You want to uh, intervene?
2: Yeah, I want to intervene because uh, my starts for the week are actually the Green Bay running backs. And the mm. reason why I say that is because Denver couldn't throw the ball. Kansas no. City did not have to worry about the pass. I mean, they put eight, nine guys in the box. And they were able to get there all. Day. Oh yeah,
1: Flacco was. Flacco was. I think Flacco was literally seeing ghosts. Yeah, I mean, like not figuratively. I mean, Kansas speaking. City's
2: run defense is 29th in the league.
1: Oh, it's it's terrible. That's that, that's. I think that's his thing. Did they turn a corner, or was it just? A,
2: I think it was the matchup. I think I think that's how bad Denver's passing ability was and Kansas City. Knew it.
1: Okay, so you say fire up the, fire, fire up. Fire
2: up the running backs. One game. One game isn't anything to worry about.
1: Who are you it, sitting? Uh,
2: my sit is uh McCole Hardman, uh, and this is based off of. Matt Moore being the quarterback, I think he's he won't get the target shares.
1: No, and Sammy probably is finally back too. Yeah, yeah. No, no thanks. Matt, what do you got?
2: Yeah, I'm going to start Travis
0: Kelsey. Lee kind of stole the thunder. I know it's, it sounds obvious on the surface, but I've seen a lot of trades involving Travis Kelsey. I've heard a lot of whispers about he's not started well. I think here's your other get right game for a star player. Green Bay has been atrocious against tight ends. Waller should have had about three touchdowns against them. Yeah. Kelsey, who knows what he's going to do to us. Um, and then I think it's gamesmanship by start, like practicing Mahomes. There's no way he plays. Um, and then I'm going to sit. I can't even read my own writing right now. Jimmy Graham. Um, he had a touchdown last week. I just, yeah. I don't trust it. I think you're chasing points if you start him again this week.
1: Yeah, no. drop Jimmy Graham and pick up Josh Hill. There you go.
0: Yes.
1: Problem yes. solved. Uh, for me, uh, I know it. It might seem like a like a no brainer, but I've actually seen him on. I know that uh, that I I know Lee and myself for sure. I don't know about you two guys, but are a friend, uh, fan of Brad Evans from Yahoo, and he does his uh, weekly column, which is the the uh, Flames, which are guys that aren't going to do well. Or the lames, excuse me, which is guys that won't do well. He's got Aaron Rodgers on there, and some people are saying that you know he progressed all last week, regressed. I think I'm still gonna fire up Aaron Rodgers. Uh, The Chiefs' defense is not—he's—he's not Joe Flacco. We all know this, and maybe whatever they found in Lazard at the end of that game, whatever dynamic that man added to the offense in the fourth quarter two weeks ago, it's been gung ho for Aaron Rodgers ever since. So I don't know if I think he still has a role in somewhat in some fashion, even if um, even if Devonte Adams does play. So I think something's turned. So I'm I'm firing away. I'm I'm with all confidence. I'm good with Aaron Rodgers. My sit is gonna be MVS. Uh, man, he's burnt me so bad. I know he had a great week last week, including a 74 yard touchdown. I would play Lazard over him personally. I don't I'm, I don't buy it. I'm not going to chase the points. And last but not least, Monday Night Football. We have the Real Dolphins.
0: Before we jump in there, okay. You know what? You know what changed? The Green Bay offensive line. Aaron is starting to trust him. He's throwing the ball on
2: rhythm. I think that's what's changed for them. Good, that's Or maybe sense. he goes at the refs all game and gets all the penalty calls he wants. Yeah,
1: hey, yeah, that, yeah That's yeah. good too. That's, hey, man. If it equals As touchdowns, all
2: the ones
0: that we didn't get calls against though. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, we've got the Dolphins on Monday Night. What Man, whoever the schedule maker is for the NFL on the Monday night schedule, that dude needs a raise. Am I right? (laughs) Can we we try to reach out to him? Like seriously though, can we like put like an over positive comment on Twitter and see if he'll come on the podcast and talk to us? And then we'll just like bombard him and make him look like an idiot? Like is that a thing we can do is talk about how great? I mean, gosh, man. Dolphins with the Steelers. What a stink fest, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Um, there's for, I'm in a weird world of fantasy football in a few leagues where I'm heavily relying on players on these two teams so I'll be paying attention but that's the only reason why uh, so let's get it done by the way the Dolphins are winning Monday night just for the record start sit Lee what we got
3: yeah I will start like James Conner and I'll, I'll expect him to make score a 20 bomb just because Dolphins defense really bad Mason Rudolph pretty bad so far Devlin Hodges, really bad so far. So whoever starts that game. Um, and the Pittsburgh run run offense, really good. So I think that that lines up really well for Connor to have a really good game with a lot of carries, especially assuming he's healthy, which I think he is from what I've heard. And um, and then I'll sit Dolphins, just any Dolphin. Um, that Steelers defense has really come into its own, its own since the Minka trade and they've been a terror for most opposing teams, and it's the freaking Dolphins, so you can't start them. Okay, Matt. I'm going to go bold. I'm going to start
0: Mark Walton. Reason being, I think somebody's going to have to score some points. Your uh, little call about Miami winning this game goes correct, and I think that's going to be on the back of Mark Walton. He looked legit last week. Um, looks like he's getting involved in the passing game, too. I know it's a crappy team and you got a bell cow, but a bell cow's a bell cow. So I'm starting Mark Walton. I'm gonna sit Vance McDonald. I've seen him in the top twelve in certain rankings and I just don't buy it.
1: No. No, I do not. Vance McDonald, no. Go go get Josh Hill. There you go. Problem solved. Yep. Problem solved. Chris.
2: Jack Hill solve all your problems.
1: <laughs> He's like Jack Doyle. He's like the plumber. Let's go.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know this is this is a hard game. You know to try and figure out who you want to start and all that stuff. Uh, they're not really great offenses either side. I think for me though, I think if Juju is going to have a great game, I know he had one earlier in the year. I think this would be the week he's going to do it.
1: Would you start him in confidence?
2: Maybe yes. as a flex? Is a confident I'll, flex play? He's a, he's my. I'm starting him in flex. Okay. Uh, and I, th- I think he'll go for a hundred and a touchdown this week. Wow. Okay.
1: That's hey. bold. That's bold.
2: Yes. I like it. Yeah. How deep was that, Matt?
1: I haven't started <laughs> Juju in, like, it feels like it's been forever. I haven't it been two like leagues, and he is... It's
0: along the surface, though, Chris.
2: Come on,
1: man. <laughs> and who and he's who sitting?
2: sitting? Uh, Devontae Parker. I think uh, Lee alluded to it earlier that uh, Pittsburgh defense has gotten really, really good. Uh, yeah. With Mika Fitzpatrick back yeah. there, I just don't think he's going to get the production.
1: All right. So, with me, I've learned my lesson on Devontae Parker. I'm going to start him. Because I dropped him in two leagues after a spot start versus Washington, which he did great in, by the way. And the, the next week was versus Buffalo, and I'm like, okay, he served his purpose. I picked him up. I started him. Buffalo's great. I've seen Buffalo shut people down. Well, he did well again. So I'm going to keep firing Devontae Parker right now because if I'm sick enough to have him on my team, I'm sick enough to play him because obviously I picked him up because I have a problem somewhere. So I'm going to continue to play him until he proves me wrong. So uh, I think Devontae Parker is going to either get 100 yards or he's going to get a touchdown. And then you're going to rejoice when it's the game-winning catch of the game and it makes the Dolphins win. And my sit is going to be Mason Rudolph. I know. I know it's the Dolphins. I know the matchup says to do it. Look elsewhere. Don't be a hero. There's no reason to have Mason Rudolph on your fantasy team, let alone starting him. Pick up Tannehill. Hell, I would play Darnold over at, over Mason Rudolph right now. I would play Garner Minshew over, Mel- over Rudolph. I would play Jacoby Brissett obviously, over him. Let's just keep going at the list. I'd play Wentz over him. I would play Case Keenum over him. So, there you go. I might even play Baker Mayfield over Mason Rudolph. And that is bold.
2: How's that bold? Baker Mayfield was the first round. Well, he's Patriots.
1: playing the Patriots. Oh, yeah. On the road.
2: I guess, yeah. I guess. So, that's bold. Hide and Sides 20 yeah. That's
1: why that's bold, my man. So, that is my two cents there. So, that is it. We're done with week eight. A round of applause for you gentlemen in your minds. It Make make yourselves feel good there. So we did it. And uh, hopefully we gave uh, owners things to think about. Everybody pretty much had a different take with who to start and sit, and that's why we do this roundtable here. Is It's not just an article where it's one guy saying, hey, here's my 10 and 10. It's literally four minds coming together to tackle every single game. So hopefully... Whatever conundrum you are experiencing as an owner, we can tackle and give you clarity on that. So, as always, thank you for listening to this Create a Rake podcast. We are out. Talk to you later, everybody. Peace. Peace. Peace.